Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lowe Tolhurst, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Well, I'm from the sticks for sure. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, and welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with. It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thank you, as always, for making your way here. Check out the series. Of course, I do hope you hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with all the interviews that I put out. Three brand new interviews every single week. It's a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. A great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover those new ones. You can uh, subscribe at uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast, at NPR, WFPK.org, Consequence, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Of course, if you head over to Apple Podcast, though, uh, we got something special happening happening over there. We're looking to spread the word far and wide about the Kyle Meredith with podcast. And uh, and to be honest, we're leaning on you for this one. So if you love this show as much as we love bringing it to you, head over to Apple Podcasts, hit the follow button over there and leave us a review. Not only is it a quick and easy way to show your support, but it'll also give you a chance to win some exclusive consequence merch. Just head to the link in the show notes and submit your info along with a screenshot of your review. We'll be shouting out some winners all December, so make sure to follow and review soon. And of course, thanks for all your supports and helping the uh, Kyle Meredith with podcast grow. And not only might you win some cool merch, but of course you get all the great interviews that comes along, like uh, some of my recent guests, uh, Mick G, the director Mick G, he did Family Switch on Netflix. I had ex-ambassadors on, the band Chicago, R.E.M., the cast of Goosebumps, the uh, director of the new Hunger Games prequel. We had Neil deGrasse Tyson stop by, Dolly Parton, Rufus Wainwright, the band Bush, Johnny Marr of the Smiths, Everclear, Paul Rogers of Bad Company, just an example of what you get when you subscribe to the Kyle Meredith with podcast. That's me, Kyle Meredith. Today, I get to talk with actress Shelley Hennig. We're going to be talking about the new Netflix series called Obliterated. Now, it also stars Nick Zeno, uh, C. Thomas Howell, and maybe the the role of his lifetime, and a cameo by Lori Petty, among many other actors in here. And and the series, so so we've got this um, this elite special forces team who, after thinking that they've stopped a nuclear threat on Las Vegas, decide to party hard with some booze and drugs, only to find out after everyone is good and sloshed that the bomb they neutralized was a fake. Cue the action and the hilarity. Uh, Shelly's going to discuss uh, the return of absurd moments in action comedy, stuff we haven't quite seen in a while. Uh, not overplaying being drunk, not always an easy thing to do. 
and having to wear the same outfit for six months because this whole show, while it's a series, an eight-episode series, it takes place over the course of 24 hours in the storyline. Shelley, who's also known for uh, her long run in the Teen Wolf series, uh, we're going to talk about intimacy coordinators and sex scenes, uh, acting alongside C. Thomas Howell and Lori Petty, uh, which Dolly Parton classic would be her action hero theme song, and becoming a country music fan after starring in music videos for Marin Morris and the band Perry. All that and more, we're talking Obliterated, out now on Netflix. It's Kyle Meredith with Shelley Hennig. Hello, how are you? I'm doing great, and it's so nice to meet you. I've been watching you over the years in your various projects, and uh, and I gotta say, this is one of the most fun things I think I've seen you in yet. Yeah. As outrageous and absurd uh, it, as it is anything else. Um, first off, congratulations, because it really is such a fun series to watch. But but honestly, how was this even pitched to you? Because I, w- I would love to hear what this looked like even on paper. That is a really good question. Um, you know, the way that it works with actors, I'm sure you know, having interviewed many of us, you get an email and there's a breakdown of the show, movie, and of the character. And I happened to be filming, um, I was deep into filming a movie in Atlanta and doing night shoots for like almost three months. And so there was one day where like seven auditions, lucky me, I know, but that's rare. I swear there was like seven in my inbox and I'm doing night shoots and I'm, I'm like, I don't even know where to begin. So I didn't do what I normally did, which was like a deep dive I just kind of briefly read each character description with each email. I wasn't even looking for like who created it. Like at the time I was just like, what is the role? And for whatever reason, obliterated, I just read CIA agent and I just went, nope. And I actually passed on the freaking audition originally. Cut to... Luckily, I come back to LA and I was meeting up with a friend, a very dear friend of mine, Ben Lawson, a fellow actor. And I was telling him how I needed to take a, like a mini break. And he was like, that's a shame. There's this script out there. Like, how have you not tested for Ava Winters yet? And I'm like, what? And I, he had me look through my email. Like he was really on me about it. Um, and I was like, shit, I passed on this like two or three months ago. And he's like, I don't think they cast the role yet. So I called my agent at like midnight on a Friday and she answered and um, she was like, yeah, they haven't found the girl yet. And then two days later I sent in a tape and then I go off to Ireland and randomly film another movie. And then while I'm there, I get a call. They want to test me for obliterated. And now I'm doing it via zoom on the same day that my character on the other movie is getting tortured in a torture chair all morning after flying from London to promote another thing. Like I had a very lucky uh, year last year, but it was just, it was nuts, but it was really meant to be. The minute I actually read the script and paid attention to the fact that this was like a fun series, I was so relieved that I had still an opportunity to be a part of it. Um, thank you, Ben Lawson. <laughs> and, you know, you say, you know, finding out it's a fun series too. I was thinking about that, like, because, because it's an action show and, 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 you know, it's, it's sort of spy versus spy a lot of the time, but, but we see this absurdity that I feel like hadn't been around for a while. And I'm just starting to see maybe it started to creep back in, 
you know, yes. I was, I, like the uh, the uh, the SNL guys, please don't destroy. They've got their own movie out. It's, you know, it's it's. it's I, and I, you know, you, I don't know. You read a lot. Do you? Am I just missing something, or is this starting to come back? I think I think it's starting to come back, and I I think it's less precious, if you will. I mean, the show. I mean, I'll speak for obliterated, but it, there's something in it for everyone. It's not a divisive show. It's, I mean, truly anyone in Louisiana, Kentucky, California, Ireland, wherever is going to appreciate it. It's really fun. And um, there is a serious threat in the show and that's what keeps it grounded. And it it is absurd, but what I liked about it and that's what I, I liked about Ava was that she we need her to be as serious as possible. Otherwise it does get too ridiculous. So I had that responsibility, which initially I was like, Oh God, I don't get to be the fun one, but uh, they uh, added some fun things for me. And then for some reason I play drunk really well, uh, maybe having been from Louisiana. And so they, they added, they, they, there's some, there's some treats in there that I got to, you know, I didn't have that, serious responsibility the entire time and we'll be right back right after this shout out to uh, astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples uh I, I live in kentucky in the midwest and allergies yeah i suffer when i say i suffer from allergies i suffer from allergies and around here everyone i know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's, there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you to get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. 
Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Shelly Hennig. Do you all talk about, so, so and, and and I'll say some of this in the intro, uh, you know, the written intro too, but but basically let's let's do the setup here because you are are this special ops team in Vegas and there's a nuclear threat that you've got to stop. And once you think that you've stopped it, everybody gets tanked on booze and drugs and only to find out that you haven't. And that's where we start. And it's amazing, first off, that you can hold that over or is it eight episodes? Because when I first hear the premise, you know, it's almost like that kind of sounds like a movie. Like, how do they stay drunk? And it's not really the whole thing, right? Like, but there's always someone who's drunk or high or whatever, at least one person. And a lot of times, many people, I feel like watching people play drunk on film doesn't always work, though. Like it's overplayed. Like, did you all talk about that at all? Like how, I mean, like, was that part of the conversation? I think they just trusted us to to bring what our experience is. <laughs> and uh, I've been drunk before. Um, I also have this ability when I drink to remain poised. Um, and that's what Ava is. Until you're challenged beyond belief, there's there's literally a, a nuclear bomb threatening Las Vegas. Um, you, you did say it, it's almost reads like a movie. That's kind of how John, Josh and Hayden said to view it. Um, it takes place over the course of 24 hours and it just happens to be eight episodes. And that part, I mean, that's like the show 24 that part was really intriguing. And I, I just remember thinking, how are we going to do this? I, I definitely saw that as a challenge, but I mean, once you're in it, it just, it was no longer something you thought about, except for the fact that you're wearing the same outfit for six months. Never even occurred and, to me. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. The same. I mean, with the ex- exception of like flashback scenes and maybe one other scene at the end, but yeah, it's, it's the same, which actually brought up, you know, you're, you're figuring it out as you go a lot of the times. Like I didn't have a lot of time to prepare. I was a last minute ad and I flew basically straight from Ireland to Albuquerque. Um, And I bought a lot of Amazon undies last year, just living from hotel to hotel. I'm like, I am not spending $5 per pair of underwear. Anyway, I just remember my, my really ratchet Amazon underwear and myself going from Ireland to Albuquerque. Um, say I was talking about not having a lot of time to prep and there are just certain things that no matter how good everyone is at their job there's certain things that happened that you just can't really predict and there's like one scene where I knew that my character was going commando she's not wearing underwear and that the problem with that is then the rest of the se- you never see her put underwear on so then for the rest of the series, I'm doing stunts in this short black dress and she technically has on no underwear. So we didn't think that through necessarily, but we made it work. And I, I basically wore Spanx, like biker shorts the entire time. That way my legs could, you know, <laughs> I could do my job and be uh, a field agent. At least you figured that part out. Yes, like, uh... yes. And, and you know, t- to be fair, um, it seems like everyone is sort of equal opportunity in this one that that has to you know pony up on the new like the amount like the amount of <laughs> yeah. boobs butts and wieners 
<laughs> that was certainly a discussion. And the girls were like, okay, who's going to show boobs? Who's going to show butt? Who's going <laughs> to, that's not how this went down, but I decided what I felt comfortable with. And um, it's definitely more than I've done before. So my family in Louisiana, my apologies. <laughs> But it, it it makes sense in the in the tone of the show, and we all felt so safe. I mean, it starts from the top. I mean that like John, Josh, Hayden. They're just they're just magical. And I remembered the other day, the first time I met John and Hayden, they were casting American Reunion. You know, American Pie. You know, I went out for that in like 2012. So. I remember going in for it. I was testing with uh, Chris Klein and my characters on Molly and I, they were just like, just go for it, whatever you want to do. And I just remember there was a chair there. And at one point I just started humping the chair as though like the chair felt good because you're, you know, on drugs. And then I leave and I call my manager and he's like, how'd it go? And I'm like, oh, great. I like hump a chair. He was like, I'm sorry, what? My point is that became like the bar between my manager and I, like, how did your audition go? Did you hump a chair? Not actually, but like that set a standard. Like, did you just give it all that you had within reason? And um, that was started with John and Hayden cut to many, many, many years later. I'm humping other things in the show. <laughs> yeah, but everybody like uh, you know i was thinking of the, the other characters too is the character named tank uh like his oh, from, I mean, it i'm is. not gonna give anything away but that no iconic let's just call it iconic iconic i mean as a man i can imagine that that made you really uh it's the only time i think i got up and went okay all right just yeah. walking away let's let's, let's yeah <laughs> Not to speak for Nick and Terrence, but uh, Trunk and McKnight, they had difficulties filming that. It made them feel, it was visceral. <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah, I, I get it. I do. I get it. <laughs> and on the other side, I mean, uh, see Thomas Howell, uh, who I don't know how much time you get to spend because he sort of gets weekend at Bernie through most of the show. But uh, He's with uh, us a lot. And, and the patience that he had to, you know, be the weekend at Bernie's character uh, was really impressive. And uh, yeah, that's what that's what I was wondering. It's like, uh, what was it like spending a lot of time with him on there? I, I see him come around. He'll he'll come around and play because, you know, he, he tours as well. So. Hey, yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of his. I love him. He was such a uh, supporter of mine and all of us. But uh, he really recognized the responsibility that I had day to day. And so he would come in and just you know, he's got a lot on his plate and he would just sit down with me and just, he was just, he meant a lot. And then Nick and I, we were on set a lot and see Thomas, how Tommy would be passed out in a scene and somehow he would steal the show. And Nick and I, they called cut and we just looked at each other like, what the, how? And it's, he, he puts in physical comedy even when he's passed out and he thinks of things that are not written in the script, of course, he's brilliant, but um, Nick and I really learned a lot watching him and uh, yeah, he's an amazing addition to the show. <laughs> he's incredible. It was so fun. And a, and a friend of mine now. And we'll be right back right after this. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Shelly Hennig. With with this type of show, and, and I'm looking back at some of the other things you've done. Uh, obviously, Teen Wolf. I just spent, by the way, this summer with uh, with Tyler. He was here in town shooting a movie, and my son was the intern on the movie. No way. Yeah. Yeah. I thought of Tyler Posey the entire shoot because he was our lead on Teen Wolf, and every day for, I mean, for me, I guess I was on for six years, but I mean, they, I mean, it was he did more seasons than I did, obviously he it didn't matter what was going on in his life he just he was the best number one I think I could have ever worked with so I I thought of him a lot just with all of our responsibility on this show and I I really yeah I I thought about him a lot he's one of the most positive guys I think I've ever met in my life (laughs) yeah who's had a lot of hardships but he you know, he still shows up and he just makes everyone feel safe and it's fun. Well, and you come from a show like that. And I don't know how much, you know, you get to kind of build on what you do, but, but it's like, here we are. And this feels like real, like the action show. This seems like the big, big action. Do you find that you're, I don't know, because everybody likes to flex different muscles. I get it. But do you find that you get attracted to this type of, of acting in a different way? I like to genre hop. I don't like to be put in a box. Um, what I did love about, I mean, Teen Wolf was such an amazing experience. Uh, just, I love the people really and my character. Um, and there were a lot of stunts in it and I'm a former dancer. I grew up dancing competitively and for me being physical is really fun and it, it helps the day go by or, you know, we didn't, we never just sat there. I, Nick and I were either doing push-ups. I mean, all of us, but I like being physical. Um, so that aspect was really fun. And then this was a, you know, bigger budget. So we were doing some pretty intense stunt stuff that I loved. Uh, I mean, we were in harnesses for hours at a time and you couldn't pay me to pull me down. I, I was, it was really, really fun. We had a great, uh, stunt team behind us. And then my friend Mallory Thompson, who's actually from Louisiana, where I'm from, we're the same age we met in LA and she's been my stunt double for years now. And she did us a solid and she came to Albuquerque. So I got to do this with her and I I don't know, it was just really special, but back to, I mean, the genre stuff, I, I mean, I learned a lot about stunts from team wolf. So I was able to bring that here, but this is truly unlike anything that I've done. And that's been so rewarding. It was so challenging, but like that was my favorite part of it. And you had a full team. My co-stars were unbelievable as humans and as actors. Then the people who created the show, John Josh Hayden, that's what we called him. Um, I mean, you just can't ask for better. We just, they trusted us and it really was a collaboration. I mean, even my intimacy coordinator was giving me creative ideas with how to how my character has sex you know I didn't know that was a thing with intimacy coordinators that they could also be creative I thought they were just supposed to make you feel safe and I loved that contribution it it really 
it made me feel even safer. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It just, I just, I do, I like to do it all. So I don't like to do two of the same things back to back. I was going to say, but now you are an action hero. <laughs> and as such, I don't know if you have an action hero theme song, but Ooh. I feel like that's something that if I were an action hero, I would have right away. It's a good soundtrack. That's what I'm getting to, by the way, on this. It's got a really kick-ass soundtrack. So. It does. It does. Um, I, we love that as well. It would be some for me. It'd be something like Dolly Parton. Be she like was just Jolene. on the show. I just had her on the show too. That's but. right. I did watch it. I'm sorry. I knew that, and I no, watched no. it day, and I loved it. It's incredible. That that might be like one of the most incredible things. It's it's not like I'm not going to play that down. By the way, I had Dolly Parton on the show. I'm going to tell anybody I can about that. So it's no. I mean, I was just like, and he wants to talk to me. Okay. <laughs> um. No, she's she's amazing. She's an idol of mine. Dolly Parton has an action theme song. That's surprising, though. I'll say. I don't know. Well, I always gotta. I always gotta like confuse people. I like. I don't like like to be in that box. I don't want to be one thing you know so it'd be like jolene or something and it wouldn't make sense but i'd i'd love it well yeah, of course if you do it in slow motion it always makes sense yeah know? of course the, you know the juxtaposition I, I i was thinking too because uh you did way back when or maybe not too long ago but you did a music video with uh was it Marin morris yeah. yeah also the band perry oh okay yeah yeah right <laughs> there was like a country music video stint for me uh a minute there i didn't really grow up listening to country but as an adult, I found it through just being in LA. I don't know why. I think I was going through a breakup or something. And I don't know. And now I'm like obsessed, but I didn't really grow up. My parents don't listen to it. Um, but yeah, I was I was flattered to be in country music videos. I was like, oh, people back home will think this is cool. Um, and Marin is amazing. The band Perry, they're amazing. We became friends. Uh, that was pretty cool. And then funny how that stuff sneaks in, though. The stuff that you would have never listened to maybe when you were younger. And then suddenly you're like, oh, feeling it now. Yeah. This is it. I guess I like missed home or so. I, I I don't know. But now I'm like country fanatic um, and one of very few in Los Angeles. So whenever you meet a fellow country fan, it's like it's a really big deal. I, I feel also um, and, and I'm not sure exactly what artists you're t like you might listen to. So I'm making assumptions here. But, you know, the genre is sort of as it tends to do, it's it sort of, you know, found it, 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 it kept up with the times, I guess, is what I'm getting. At. Yeah, I will say I'm more like 90s, early 2000s country. I think for me, it's the nostalgia. It's the fact that I know, excuse me, I know the lyrics, or I think I do. They're, I say them somewhat as they are. Uh, it's, it's the nostalgia for me. I don't know. I'm less into modern country, but people are kind of sneaking in for me. Uh, no better than Dolly. Well, there we go. That's all you need. All you need is Dolly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and Garth Brooks and Brooks and Dunn, who I got to see this year at Stagecoach. So that was cool. Those are fun. Oh, Garth, sorry, Garth was my first concert. I've never been to Garth. I did Brooks and Dunn, but uh, Garth is on the list. It was your first concert? I mean, what do you do after that? What do you do? What did I do? The, I was... Um... I was I was like 10 or something maybe when I saw Garth and then it took about I think three years later and I went to Farm Aid uh and and I saw Willie Nelson and Dave Matthews uh -oh. and John Mellencamp and Neil Young and that was my second concert so and I got my first contacts high off that one so 
Wait, what is a contact? Oh, oh, right. Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> You're promoting a show called Obliterated. You should know what that means. <laughs> no, that was it. So you got high with Willie Nelson, essentially. I basically got high with Willie Nelson. Yeah. I got high from people who were smoking in the vicinity of Willie Nelson. He was, was probably smoking. So yeah, sure. That's... It was you and Willie. <laughs> Never say no, right? Never say no to Willie. Oh. That's uh um on the subject of obliterated there was another person i wanted to ask about because when i saw lori petty on the screen <laughs> i cannot i instantly knew i was like oh my god it's lori petty please tell me anything anything at all i love that woman with every ounce of my being i i i'm speechless um those are some of my favorite scenes uh of the series she is just so good at what she does and she did not hold back and she she even found ways in to like because I mean I don't think this is a huge spoiler but like she's kind of like flirting with like McKnight Nick's character but like she even she didn't leave me out to dry she kept me entertained by by using me as like a buffer between them. She just added things that weren't in the script that I was so appreciative of. And it just made it even more fun. Um, we were having a rough day one time. There was, it was, you know, just, we fit in a lot each day. And I just remember being like, Lori, what do you need right now to just be so happy? She's like, I don't know, I'm good, I'm good. I'm like no, no, I, I got you. What do you need? And then I like, I told her I had white claws in my car. And so we pretended that we were going to be drinking within the hour. And that like calmed our nerves for a second. Uh, we never did. I'm hoping to have a white claw with her one day, but I just felt like I wanted to make sure that she was just so happy and comfortable and excited to be there as much as, cause we were as just so excited to have her. It's it, it, seriously, it's anytime she's on screen. It's, I love watching that. She's special. And Nick and I got to spend a lot of time with her and we just laughed and had a good time. And yeah, she's awesome. And, uh, and honestly, and, and I know it's one of the things people say, especially in the interviews, like, oh, is it like a family and we had a great time and everything. But it honestly looks like you would have had to have had a great time on this on this show. Yes. And that, I, so grateful for that. Because again, Ava's very like, she's the mission girl and she's the responsible one. Um, and I freaking hate being that in real life. I have a tattoo that says I'm fun <laughs> on my finger. <laughs> um, but we got to have so much fun, you know, when they call cut, like we just laughed a lot. Like these, these actors are truly hilarious and really good people and just little things like Paola had a day off. And so like the next day she comes to set and she's got a coffee for me. And I, I like, I like literally cried. I was just so beside myself, but we did that for each other. And um, it was grueling in the best way. It was just, it's an action comedy. There's a lot to get done and we did it together. Nick and I would at the end of the night always look at each other. And I think this is something he started to say and he'd be like, we did it. We did it. So it was really bonding. I love that. You really can't tell. You honestly really can't tell. Good. Uh, 
I enjoyed it. I seriously enjoyed it so much watching it. And, uh, you know, we haven't seen anything like this in a while. We haven't seen anything like this. Yeah. So hopefully there's more. Hopefully there's more in, in some way, one way or the other. So, yeah. No, it looks like there absolutely could be. We just need everyone to tune in. <laughs> Shelly, thank you so much for taking the time to talk about it. Thank you, Kyle. Appreciate it. Nice to meet you. I'll come visit you in uh, Kentucky sometime. And my thanks to Shelly Hinnick again, obliterated out now on Netflix. Uh, and thanks to you, of course, for checking out the episode. Again, before you get out of here, please do hit that subscribe button. You get three new interviews every single week, new and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And again, if you uh, subscribe over at Apple Podcasts, leave a review and then hit the uh, link in the show notes here and submit your info along with a screenshot of your review. You're going to get a chance to win some exclusive merch from Consequence. After all that, head over to WFPK.org. So I do a show Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. You get four hours of classics from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. You get uh, the best in new music. There are bonus interviews, uh, lots of music news as well. Uh, one of my recent shows had the music of The Motels, Wang Chung, Porno for Pyros, Super Drag, Joy Division, David Bowie, Joan Shelley, Lana Del Rey, Tyler Childers, Everclear, Juliana Hatfield, Elliot Smith, Imogen Heap, Phoebe Bridgers, uh, Nirvana, The Jesus and Mary Chain, Lenny Kravitz, Dave Matthews, The Black Crows, The Smiths, The Stones, King Gizzard, and The Lizard Wizard, and my interview with Japanese House. Just an example of what you can hear every weeknight at 6 p.m. at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. Find me also on the social media sites. The address is always the same, at Kyle Meredith. So I do hope you like and follow along. And that does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith, and I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. Well, it's funny because most people just want to say Henning. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.